The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. Roster brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party. April 1st at 7.30 p.m., SGP will be at the Ice House in Los Angeles. So come hang out with the crew. All the info at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash icehouse. All right, guys, let's get into the next game on the schedule. We have the San Antonio Spurs. They are headed to the big easy here tonight to take on the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Currently, the Pelicans are a 13. Again, 13-point home favorite here against the San Antonio Spurs. Is Zion playing? It's favored by 13. Is Zion playing? I don't know. I, I think it's a lot of people that are sitting for San Antonio, uh, but this line did open up at minus eight. And again, I think it's all all predicated on the injury report, which for the San Antonio Spurs, players that are out, Devin Vassell, Jeremy Sohan, Trey Jones is doubtful. Zach Collins is out and Charles Basley or Bassey, I'm sorry, is out here tonight. So it looks like it's and Devontae Graham is questionable. So it looks like it's going to be the uh, Doug McBucket and the Keldon Johnson and Malachi Bronham show here tonight for the Spurs. Again, no Devin Vassell, no Jeremy Sohan. Uh, Trey Jones is doubtful. Zach Collins is out as well. For the Pelicans, um, sorry, Scott, but Zion is out here for this game, probably Damn. for the rest of the season. What's his and- deal? Like what, what's going on? No, what's no, his I, don't, uh, I haven't seen any updates. Six years, two hundred and seventy million dollars. I don't know what's his deal. Like it, it's expensive. Six and like two thirty, two forty, yeah. something like that. I'm joking. I know you meant what his injury situation yeah. was, but yeah, yeah no, it's not a massive contract. It's not a massive contract. Um, sorry, uh, Jose Alvarado is also out for this game. So, uh, Lance, lead us off. Minus thirteen here for the Pelicans. Do not watch this game. Do not bid on this game. Uh, <laughs> Good advice. Don't do it. Yeah, just just don't do it. Um, I guess if you if I had to give something out, I would lean to the Spurs. I'm not taking I'm not laying double digits on any of these bad teams. I mean, honestly, you used to I used to make a lot of money betting on tanking teams like four or five years ago. But now, like the talent is just so rich that it doesn't it doesn't even matter. Like some of these guys are playing for, you know, two way deals. They're trying to prove themselves to get on a roster, get a roster spot. So they're playing extremely hard. And you always want that from an underdog. Um, the Spurs, I mean, you just rattled off all the names that, that are out. So they're going to be playing guys who are going to be, like, ready to play. And, I mean, the Pelicans aren't that good to be laying 13 against probably the SGPN team if we got five guys or six guys. So, yeah, give me the Spurs, man. Um, I just – like, the underdog – I don't have the data in front of me, but I can probably get it. I'll have it next show. Like, the quote-unquote tanking teams have been covering numbers as of late. So I'll, I'll get that. I'll make sure I get that in uh, – get it ready for the next show, but they've been profitable covering a number as of late. Scott. 
There was a stretch roughly two years ago where I faded the Thunder every game when they were tanking, and I think they failed to cover 17 straight games, and I, I just made 20. money on... It was 20? I think it was 20. Shout was out to Pokashevsky. Yes, I remember he yes. used, they used to give him the full showcase. They'd get buried oh, yeah. by every game by 30. It was they, the were using him like it was, they were using him like he was Joker. It was the greatest gambling experience of my life. It was just 20 straight. It didn't matter what the spread was. They were losing every game by 20. But anyway, uh, I do agree with Delonte that the tanking teams are better than they normally have been in years past, but I'm going to lean to the Spurs in this one. It's another game that I agree don't bet on. The closest I'll get to actually following this game is buying a smoothie. It's the closest I'll get to this game, but yeah, that's a smoothie king center joke. Yeah, I was going to say. The arena. But okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, not following here. If I want to make a really fun D-Gen play, Mamukashvili double-double. Let's have some Ooh. fun here. Who the hell is that? Projected starting center. <laughs> for who? Uh, for San Antonio. For San you don't Antonio. know Mamukashvili? Seen oh, they got a guy named, don't they got a guy named Fettuccini on their team? Uh, that's, no, that's, uh, uh, that's Utah. Utah. Yeah, okay. He's actually played some minutes, but Mamukashvili, you look at his numbers lately. He doesn't play many minutes, but the rebounds have been pretty good. Played 19 minutes against Atlanta, had 7, 6, and 5. Played 23 minutes against Memphis, 6 points, 14 rebounds. He might be our new Yurtsevin. I don't know. It might be worth a shot there. But, yeah, I think Mamukashvili might have some props in a double-double market if, if you're tempted to really go degen on this one. You, you're really – right. all those tennis players uh, that got you ready to pronounce that name. I, well, I, I remember watching Mamukashvili with uh, Miles Powell back at Seton Hall. They were pretty good team. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Miles Powell, beast. Yeah, good point. I remember he was good in the G League too. But, uh, yeah, I'm on the Spurs here as well, guys. I mean, 13, I think that that's a ridiculous number. Um, I think it says a lot, especially for this Spurs team when they were down, what, 20 points, 15 points against the Atlanta Hawks? Rallied the troops. They were, they were and, 20-something on Memphis the game before that, and they choked yeah, they it, were. but still. They were. Yeah, and, and, they, and they came back, and, and they actually won that game against the Hawks. So, um, this might be a situation again that if you do see the Spurs up by a credible amount, maybe come back on the Pelicans, get a nice plus uh, money odds, kind of like uh, uh, like Scott mentioned against the Memphis Grizzlies, where that game went into overtime and Grizzlies said get the victory. But I mean, thirteen, yeah, it's it's a lot. I'm not I'm not gonna regurgitate everything you guys said. Uh, so let's get over to the total here, guys. Two thirty two and a half right now. Delonte, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I might think under. Um, both off. I mean, Spurs have all those guys out, and the Pelicans haven't been able to score as much. Um, Ingram is has been unreal, but he's taking like 30, 35 shots a game. Um, so <laughs> like, I mean, he, he's never seen a shot he doesn't like. Oh yeah, absolutely. He he's uh. he's gonna shoot it. So I mean, they, they, and he kind of has to because I mean, who else is gonna shoot the ball? Yeah, there's nobody else. There's nobody else to shoot. So <laughs> you, like, you have McCollum, and he's been too passive this year. Anyway. Yeah, they're just passing. They're just literally in the half court. They're they're passing the ball around and getting. He's getting like four or five touches per possession. No lie, he's getting like four or five uh, cracks at it. And I mean. I would shoot it too. I mean, what the hell? Nobody else wants to do it. But I don't think that – I mean, Spurs' defense is bad. I guess I'd lean under, but I don't feel strong about it, as you can tell. Scott, on the, uh, the total? Once again, the closest I'll get is a smoothie and Mamukashvili over. So I'm going to stay away <laughs> from the side in total in this game. Uh, any player props, Delante? Ingram over. Why the hell not? All right. Um yeah, I think I was looking at Ingram. Uh, I mean, he's at 27 and a half right now. Yeah. Um, Maybe Valanchunas rebounds. Um, it's at 11 and a half. A yeah, I prefer that. Uh, it's at, well, let me see. 10 and a half, I think it was with the number I saw this morning. Yeah, it's up to 11 and a half. Um, yeah, maybe that and then maybe my Malachi Bronham uh, points. 
That number's probably around 14 and a half, 13 and a half here, here tonight. So, yeah, maybe those two if you want to get on some player props. Yeah, look at again. some Trey Murphy stuff, too. I was looking at some Trey Murphy stuff. Yeah, don't hate that. Uh, all right, let's get over to the next game of the night. We have the West Coast Games. Let's go with the Boston Celtics. They are going to be in Sacramento here tonight. The take on the Kings. Um, this line opened up in favor of the Boston Celtics. I'm sorry, uh, minus three and a half. Currently sitting at minus five. Uh, total up at 239. That number is currently... Uh, Consensus now has came down at 238 and a half right now. So uh, a little bit of money on the under uh, for this game. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams, start here with Boston. Uh, Jalen Brown is available here tonight. Uh, other than that, pretty clean injury report. Sacramento did play yesterday in Utah, like we talked about. Uh, they are on a back-to-back situation, obviously, where they are 7-5 and five against the spread. They are 8-4 and four towards the over. Um, in these games on back-to-back situations. Scott, lead us off here with the Boston Celtics laying five points in Sacramento tonight. Are we lighting the beam? I'm going to have to, uh, just based on the value here. I understand the argument is the Kings played yesterday. They were in a track meet. They lost the game, and Boston's had some time off. But having said that, I don't trust Boston at all. I I feel better about the five uh, since Sacramento at home has been very good. Uh, Kevin Herter has been banged up, though, which definitely hurts the offense because we know how good he is at floor spacing. But I think I'm going to lean to Sacramento just because I know how good Sacramento is in fourth quarters. And that wasn't really the case yesterday. Sabonis was really just horrible yesterday. I know he had a good amount of rebounds and assists, but Kessler basically ate him for lunch. He had four blocks in that game. In a late-game situation, the Celtics will keep throwing Marcus Smart out there instead of Derek White, and it's killing this team. I think Marcus Smart's been horrible for this team. And Darren Fox leads the league in clutch points. He'll win the clutch award. The offensive numbers are insane in the fourth quarter. I don't trust the Celtics late in games. So we just saw them lose to Utah with them playing Tatum and playing Brown. They still lost the game anyway. Marketing didn't play in that game, right? I don't think he did. And they still Uh, lost to Utah. No, he didn't. No and they still lost. I, yeah. I I can't trust this team. If you can't beat Utah with no market, and I'm not going to trust you beating Sacramento here, give me the beam on the money line. All right. Blante, what do you got? Yeah, man, I like Boston here a lot. Um, I think they're, they're getting all the guys back. Uh, now, granted, you know, Robert Williams, he could, you know, hurt himself in the warm-up line. But I, I think that they're a lot better when he's in the, in the lineup because everybody can revert back to their role. They don't have to play as hard defensively with – Robert Williams being, you know, the anchor of that defense. So, I mean, they've struggled as of late, uh, four of six last 10 ATS. Um, they are off of a few days rest after that tough loss to the Jazz. Um, right at 500 ATS on the road. I think some of the things that the Kings do uh, well, the Celtics can combat, like transition. The Kings are elite in transition. Uh, I think they're like top five in all transition categories, but the Celtics are also top five in transition categories defensively. So they can combat that. Um, they're third in – the Sacramento is third in rim percentage offense. So Sabonis could bounce back and have a, have a good day. But you got to think it depends on how much Robert Williams plays. So yeah. with, with, that being, with that being a factor, I kind of like the Celtics to get a bounce back win here. Um, Sacramento has been playing incredible. Like it's nothing, it's nothing against them. I just think that the Celtics are going to start rolling. Got a future on the Celtics to win the Eastern Conference and win the title. Bet it yesterday. 
while 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 the you know while the hype is down on him. I know Missoula is a bit of a wild card, like uh, Scott mentioned. But you I think said wild card. I just I just think he's bad. But sure. Well, I mean, I don't watch it. I don't watch enough Celtics to call him bad. Um, but I mean, what I've been reading and hearing from guys who watch the Celtics, like. Uh, like Bill Simmons, he he hates him. Like, his so, his I mean, his rotations late in games are absolutely atrocious. He's he's yeah, he's, so, he's terrible at the rotations. I, I do know the Derek White thing is concerning. He's like the third best player, and he's not on the floor in the fourth quarter. That is he's locked. never that, on the floor. He's yeah, so damn good. It. They don't use him. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. Um, but like I think the Boston I think Boston can combat everything defensively that the Kings do well offensively. So I like Boston here. Uh, I think Tatum probably is in line for a forty point game. Uh, I'll get it. We'll get into that later on. But I like. I like Boston a lot here to, to get the ball back rolling. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with uh, with the Kings here as well uh, for tonight. I just don't trust Boston on the road. I mean, if you look at their ATS numbers, 14-22-1 overall on the road, 12-19-1 as a road favorite. I do understand they have the rest advantage here. Uh, but again, Sacramento hasn't been too bad in back-to-back situations. Like I mentioned, they are 7-5 and five against the spread. Um, non-conference road games for the Boston Celtics, 4-9-1 and one against the spread. Um, and they are 8-5-1 uh, and one towards the under uh, in those non-conference road games so far this season. I think that no, Boston, for me, I, I, the way they started off the season where they were just knocking down every three-point shot and there was like a regression there, it just feels like they're just ready to get to like the finish line here and just get into the playoffs where I, I feel like they lost the number one seed, obviously. I think with the Bucks, I think we can all agree that the Bucks are probably going to end up as a number one seed. They have already clinched a playoff spot as well. So they're kind of in that range of either they're going to finish as a two seed or the three seed. Do you think um, they care? I don't think they do. And, and that, that's a, and that's what I that's the whole thing, right? I think they're just kind of getting trying to get to the finish line here of the regular season. Where Sacramento, we've seen them since the all-star break. They've been playing really well. I mean, we I, I personally thought they would regress a little bit, but they haven't at all. They're only one game out of the second spot in uh, the Western Conference. And I know they're trying to win every single uh, every single game, especially for a team that hasn't made it to the playoffs in, what, almost like two decades? Yeah. Um, so uh, I think this is a good spot for Sacramento, despite them you know, being at a rest disadvantage. I think Fox can have a big game here tonight. I think, like you mentioned, Sabonis can ba- bounce back as well. I don't think we'll see Robert Williams playing more than 20 minutes here tonight. I think you got to save his legs uh, and his body for the playoffs where, again, you'll need him more. So being on the West Coast in the middle of this road trip, I- I'm going to go with Sacramento here tonight. I think they like the beam here tonight as well. Um, thoughts on the total here, Scott? Uh, currently at around 238.5. I don't think I can take an under with the Kings. Uh, I know the argument is the, the Celtics can stop transition, yes. but they also kind of play fast, and I don't see much defense being played. So I'm going to go with the over. I know it sounds intimidating, but it's Sacramento we're talking about. I, I just think you're going to see a bunch of points. So I'm going to lean over. If I if I can visualize either team scoring 130, which I can, I'm not going to take the under. So I'm going to lean to the over. Dante. Yeah, he took my he took my glory, man. He, the the transition thing is is really my is my go to. I used here. your glory against you because I took the over. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, see, I like I like the under because I think that they can they can keep him out of transition, and once they keep him out of transition without Herder, they lose and they lose the shooter because Herder's out tonight, right? Uh, he was officially question, uh, classified as day to day yesterday. I'm assuming so he's not going. Um, to yeah, that's yeah especially with a hamstring injury, I don't think yeah. they want to re-aggravate it or anything. Right. Like yeah. That. So uh, they lose. They lose a shooter. Uh, so that means that uh, Keegan's going to have to step up. Now Keegan does play a lot better at home. Um, 
But I think and Monk also they play they do play better at home. We all know role players play better at home. Mm-hmm. But I think the Celtics can combat some of that thing, some of that stuff, and I think they'll go under um, here. So I think they'll hold them to under maybe like one fifteen ish, one sixteen ish. By the way, I see Darrell mentioning in the comment section that um, Smart's probably going to end up guarding Fox. We need to have an actual discussion at some point, just the NBA community about Marcus Smart, because I know he won Defensive Player of the Year last year. Narrative kind of sucks. Like, I don't feel like anybody's talked about it. He's kind of been horrible this year, and they keep using him. I, I don't think people enough people realize how bad Marcus Smart actually is right now. He's terrible, and people yeah. not people are talking about it. But Jalen Brown's probably going to be roster, though. Wait, what? I'm surprised he's still on the roster though, because his name is always in well, his like contract, trade rumors. They, his contract's really not great, but I understand he won Defensive Player, and he's been a a huge emotional leader for this team in the past, but. Yeah. People got to talk about it. He's been terrible, and none of people realize he's he. I know I've given Clay crap for being an overrated player for months. Mm-hmm. Marcus Smart's like up there for being one of the most overrated players in the league. He's really, really bad. No Clay Thompson slander, Scott. I'm just saying. I mentioned Clay in the past, but I feel like none of people know that I've been very, very low on Marcus Smart this year, and really for a while. He's really just not good anymore, and none of people realize it. Uh, let's get over to some player props in this game. Um, I know a lot of guys are talking about three-point props. I know Sac- I'll mention the Sacramento's three-point defense over the last five games ranks number 27 as far as makes allowed at around 14.8, rounded up to 15 makes per game. Three-point percentage, they're allowing around 39.8, which also ranks number 25, uh, about bottom six in the league. Uh, but let's start with player props. Delante, what do you like? Love Jason Tatum over 27 points. I think it's at 27. You can get 27 uh, with a little bit more juice, and uh, 27 and a half is, is like moderate. So you already um, have a prop bet on it because uh, yeah, man, if it goes under. You're buying somebody a t shirt. Yeah, man, I gotta buy a KW a t shirt if, if it goes under. But I, I like Tatum here. You read out the defensive numbers and went off. Tatum's been struggling as of late, He's shooting 34 percent. Uh, from the field, and uh, what we have here, he's shooting 19% from three. Okay. Yeah, so that's not good, but... He was in the three-point contest, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Favorable favorable matchup here um, for him with these guys, with the Kings' uh, atrocious defense. Um, they do also don't... I mean, they do... Uh, well, Tatum can have some success in the mid-range. Kings are bottom five in mid-range percentage defense, so that's where he likes to operate. And I think he could take, you know, some... Pressure off his back from defending and rebounding now that Robert Williams is back. Uh, you know, granted, he's probably only going to play, you know, 15 to 20 minutes, but still, that's enough for him to, you know, focus more on the offensive end. So I think Tatum has a big night here. Tatum has had three straight games of 30 or more against the Kings um, earlier this year. Off. He Let's had go. 30 points last season, 32, 36. Did have a game of 15 points back in 2021, but. Um, he's had some success or has had success against his Kings team, at least in three straight games. Um, Scott, any player props you're looking at? Uh, well, you mentioned Tatum. I'm going to pivot over to Jalen Brown. I think both of them should have good games, but I trust Brown a little bit more based on current form. So I'm going to lean to him. Plus, his number is always lower than Tatum's. And I think that you can make an argument. They kind of alternate on whose day it's going to be to take a bunch of shots. So I'm going to go with Brown over. I'm kind of tempted by Sabonis triple-double in this spot or Sabonis rebounds and assists because he's been very good lately at getting it, really all season long, but especially lately. You mentioned how Rob Williams might play. I'm not sure how much. Besides that, he's got Al Horford. Like I don't really see Boston having much to combat Sabonis. And he was really bad actually scoring against Utah yesterday. I think he'll be extra motivated to put in a good performance here. 
Sabonis triple-double. If I'm going to take triple-doubles, I want a high total. It's 239. I think Sabonis triple-double might have some likes in this game. He's actually been pretty good against Boston. Um, yeah. I know yesterday he felt, I think it was an assist short of a triple-double against uh, the Jazz last night. Um, but against the Celtics, let's see here. Last game uh, back on or in November, 18 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. But prior to that, last year, 30 points, 20 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, so, yeah, maybe a points and rebounds combination. Uh, I think you can get some good value on his triple-double here tonight as well. Yeah, I'm just looking at his numbers recently for the points, rebounds, and assists just for the triple-double purposes. Yeah. Against Utah yesterday, 11, 12, and 9. I'm just going to go in order. So he had 11, 12, and 9, 39, and 10, 24, 21, and 5, 14, 17, and 10, 23, 17, and 15. Had a, had a horrible game against Phoenix where he had 17, 8, and 4. 24, 13, and 10, 19, 11, and 11. He's been incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got to look at triple-double here for Sabonis. Uh, see a plus three forty out there for his triple double here tonight. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Um, I didn't have any player props. Maybe if 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 Kevin Herter is out, I think you probably want to pivot to a feeling monk today. Um, yeah, I think you'd have a good game. Uh, Keegan Murray threes two and a half is at minus one ten. Uh, but that's the only one I did like in this game. All right, let's get over to the last game of the night here, gentlemen. The BV Oklahoma City Thunder. They are in LA here tonight to take on the Clippers. Uh, currently, they are sitting as a seven-point home favorite. Are the Clippers? Um, line has pretty much stayed consistent because it opened up at seven as well. Total opened up at two thirty-five and a half. Uh, that number is now at two thirty-eight and a half. Looking at the injury report for both of these teams for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Pretty clean injury report. I mean, the usual suspects are out. Um, yeah, and then for the Clippers, Norman Powell is going to miss another week. I saw that note come across yesterday. But other than that, everybody is a go in this game for the Clippers. Um, let's start with the side here. Scott leads off with the Clippers as a seven-point home favorite hosting SGA and the Thunder. So for me, I'm on Thunder money line. Uh, simply put, I don't trust the Clippers enough to be laying seven. I watched them over the weekend. I saw them lose to Orlando. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not laying seven with this team. Now, I know the argument is, well, uh, Kawhi didn't play. Orlando is a terrible road team. You got to win that game, especially if you're trying to stay out of the play-in or you're trying to improve your seating. For me, I'm going to go with the Thunder here. This team has been a feisty underdog all season long. Assuming Shea plays and they still have Giddy, and I really like the Jalen Williams is. Uh, they've been very good together. Uh, Dort's healthy. He can, he's a very good defensive player. I'm on the Thunder. I just think that this team is good enough to give the Clippers a serious run for their money. And the Clippers, I don't trust, especially late in game, based on what I've seen over the last couple of months. And once again, we saw it against Orlando. They did not perform well in the fourth quarter. Give me the Thunder. And this number's too high. And I think the Thunder are quite live to win this game. Yeah, Thunder 42, 26, and 3 overall against the spread on the road this season, 19, 12, and 3. As road underdogs, OKC 18, 8, and 3 against the spread. So uh, definitely I, I am with you on the Thunder here uh, as well. Um, they're playing hard, man. Look, I think they want to get into that play-in tournament. They are currently in that ninth spot. They've uh, won seven out of their last 10 games. I hope um, they get in. I like this team. 
Yeah, I think they'll get in. Um, it's it's probably going to be Utah or it's probably going to be between Utah and the Clippers. Sorry for the Lakers, who get that number ten spot. But um, eleven games left for the OKC Thunder, so they know. I mean, you're going to get a max effort from them every single night. Um, so. And SGA has just been absolutely crushing it. I mean, I don't, I don't think we're talking about that enough, how well this guy is playing, especially over the last, what, seven to ten games. Over the last five games, averaging close to 35 points. Had another 40-piece against the Phoenix Suns and that victory they had nice against win. them on Sunday. Yeah. So I'm going to go with a, uh, with, with a, th- a thunder here with you, Scott. I'm going to get on the money line as well. Delonte, what do you got? Team right here? Nah, man, I like the Clippers. Oh, I'm sorry, Ooh. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. I, I do listen. I love OKC. I, I do. I love the youth. I love how they play. Um, I think they got a smart coach. Of course, one of the best owners, GMs in in the league. Um, I just I think the matchup is not as advantageous as the previous matchups for uh, for the Thunder. Like I, I see the Clippers more like the Raptors. Uh, like as a, from a matchup perspective, and you saw what the Raptors. We saw what the Raptors did to. To uh, Oklahoma City, so yeah, I think now you're up. laying seven points with the Raptors. It doesn't really help you out. Yeah, but I think that was the same number. I think they were. I think they were laying seven or six. One of those. I was on the Raptors in that game, but I, just stylistically, I think that they the Clippers are more favorable. They have uh, a lot of really good wings, and that can give. Them yeah, that's exactly problem. what I was about to say. Like they can have more wing defenders to throw at Shea. Now they're probably not going to slow Shea down, obviously, but they can limit some of those other guys. And the biggest thing is here. I mean, Kawhi Leonard's going to be on the floor. When Kawhi's on the floor, their offensive rating is up eight points. Like that's how much that's how much he means to the team. When he's in, he's been playing for a month straight. I think we all talked about. I got to give him credit for playing a month straight. He took a day off or a few days off. That's also how bad it's been for Kawhi that we gave him <laughs> full on kudos for playing a month <laughs> straight in the NBA. <laughs> right, that for his job. For his yeah, job, actually, for, for doing his job. His job. Yeah. yeah. So, and I mean, the Clippers, they've covered four of the last five. They did struggle against Orlando. Um, I thought it was a bit of a, a bad matchup for Orlando. I mean, for uh, the Clippers with all of the length and athleticism that Orlando has. Um, they've they've allowed 105 or less in three of the last five games. So, I, I don't think that the Thunder will have much success offensively outside of SGA. So, man, I, I like the Clippers here. Uh, they got to get uh, – they got to get – going here i mean they they're on the brink of the play in like Munaf was mentioning so i think they get it done here it's a big game for both teams and somewhat of a shea revenge game question mark yeah Being would back it sway in LA? you at all if i told you the thunder 2-0 and against the clippers this season they played back in like october both meetings so that's a <laughs> no, long I'm, time ago yeah not really. but okc did win each of the Hawaii. first two meetings yeah. by at least eight points i'm gonna throw that out there yeah i mean Honestly, I mean, I think the, I think OKC is a lot better than they were early on, um, just due to the emergence of those. I mean, I, listen, I, it hurts me to go against Clippers. I mean, to go against the Thunder, it really does. Like, I love this team. I might be on them too. If they get into the playoffs, they they're gonna scare somebody. This they game just scare. screams like one possession with a minute to go to me. So I'm gonna take the points. Yeah, I, I, don't, uh, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. All right, let's get over to the total here, Scott. Do you have anything on that? Over. I mean, the Thunder, I expect to see a lot of pace. The Clippers with uh, Westbrook have played a lot faster. I see a track meet here. Give me the over. I see each team potentially scoring 120. I see this game getting into the 240s, maybe even 250s. I'm going to go with the over. I think my favorite play in this game, or maybe even on the entire board, is probably Thunder team total at 115.5. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you there on the over as well. Uh, Delonte. Jesus, Total. man, we listen. When I'm on with you guys, we never really disagree like that. 
It's all me and Rail always disagree, but I, I like the under. Um, but we, well, we both think OKC is going to potentially win the game, so I'm not surprised you disagree because it's correlated. Yeah, that's true. So, so 26 of the 35 home games for the Clippers have went under. Um, both teams are top 10 defensive rating in the last 10 games. So, uh, OKC is, I think, number three in the last five games, if I'm not mistaken. Number but two. I think, yeah, OK, so two and yeah, four. Well, just the top five still. So yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So I think both teams gonna come out and play. Like I said, the advantages that the Clippers have is they can throw multiple guys at at Shea and at Giddy. So you gotta cut the head off the snake. So if they're gonna have to stop the point of attack with Giddy and SGA, so I think they can do that. Um, I think the Clippers are gonna get up for this game, big game. So uh, give me the under. Um, player props in this game. Delonte lead us off. Uh, honestly, I have none at all. Uh, I would just go to Kawhi over because he is a monster. Okay. Great great uh, handicapping right there. Scott? <laughs> I like the over on virtually It's my Kobe Dent handicapping. <laughs> I, like, I like the over on virtually everybody. I mean, you mentioned Kawhi. I think he could have a big game. Paul George should, but I don't know. I feel like I always have a hard time of actually cashing Paul George props. It's like he goes yeah. out of his way to screw me over. But I like Shea as well. Giddy assists, I think, is going to have a lot of merit in this one. Westbrook almost had a triple-double, uh, didn't get the points against Portland. He tried, but he airballed the layup with two minutes to go. But that was his attempt of getting a triple-double. I see rebounds and assists for Westbrook in this game and Giddy. It's another game with a high total, so I'm going to take a bunch of overs. But I see the main usual suspects contributing. Jalen Williams' rebounds, I think, is a pretty good number there. That's E-N. Uh, I think that he's got a pretty good opportunity. He's been a good rebounder for this team lately. His number's pretty short. But I see a lot of guys having good games here because I like the over. So in a game that I think could get into the 245 range, I'm not taking many unders. Let's end, let's put it that way. Yeah, I think uh, Zubach rebounds over 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. Worth the look, he's had uh, 11 or more in three straight games. Against I forgot to mention the, that too because against yeah. OKC, he should really do whatever he wants. Yeah, 11, 14, and 18 in the three games. Uh, against the Thunder. Uh, SGA steals in this game. I think that um, just looking at his uh, performance against the Clippers, I'm sorry, he's been actually really good stealing and blocking the ball. He's had, uh, in both matchups this season, three steals in each of those games. He also had three blocks in the first game this season against uh, the uh, Clippers as well. Three blocks and three steals in that game. I currently see that at one and a half. And again, we know that Russell Westbrook is turnover prone. Uh, I think that you know he can definitely deflect some passes, get some steals. SGA, so I think in, I think this will be a big game here tonight for SGA. So, don't hate his points prop either. Again, like I said, he's averaging close to thirty-five points per game over his last five games. Uh, he did have thirty-three points in that first game against the uh, Clippers back in October. Did have twenty-four after that. It wasn't a great shooting night for him. He was ten of twenty-three. He's also knocked down at least two three-point shots in four straight career games against the. Uh, Clippers and then at least five out of the last six as well. So I know SGA is not a big volume guy as far as three point shots goes. Um, but when he shoots it ice against the Clippers, he does make them. So I think again, a big SGA night here, whether it's offensively or defensively against the Clippers here tonight. You guys got anything else for this game? I don't think I have anything else to nope. add. Yeah, I don't got anything. You? Uh, no, I think that I think. It's uh, Team Scott Imanoff versus uh, Delante here tonight. So when and if the Clippers do blow him out, then we'll be getting some messages from uh, Delante here tonight. By the way, I but... see Zubak double-doubles plus 105. Okay. Yeah, I like yeah, that as yeah, well. Yeah, I like that too. I like that. Okay. Um, 
Tony, I will get to your question at the end. I know you're asking how to leave a review, but um, we'll I'll address that at the end here. Um, all right, before we get into our lock-in dog for tonight, uh, let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. Uh, like I mentioned, it's March Madness time, and Underdog has you know great college pickup games. They also have player props uh, f- over on Underdog for the uh, Sweet 16 and all throughout the tournament. So again, if you go over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN, you'll get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. Again, head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. Again, underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, guys, let's get into our lock and dog here for tonight. Delante, lead us off, my man. Yeah, man. So I'm going to go with, uh, for the lock, I'm going to go with Boston. Um, I like, like I said, I like the matchup. I think that they get out of that little funk that they're in. Um, you know, we went, I won't go get too far into the details of uh, the breakdown because we did that uh, a few minutes ago. But yeah, I like Boston here a lot. I think it's minus, can I get a four and a half? Is there four and a half out here anywhere? Um, let me see. Yeah, uh, no, I see his consensus five across yeah, the five. board. Yeah, okay, so yeah, I'll lead a five. Uh, as for the dog, I'm gonna go with a player prop. I didn't like a lot of um underdogs today, so I'll go to player prop Wendell Carter plus 140, uh, double double. Uh, he's been killing it as of late. He's got a favorable matchup tonight, and I think he can go uh bananas against that front line of, of the Wizards. Also, something that I'm not playing. I mean, then I I won't give out. I guess I'm giving it out. So I played both underdogs, uh, Detroit and um, the Spurs, parlayed them together, got plus 280 uh, on the parlay, plus the points. So okay, so, something to throw out there, just some piece of money. All right. Uh, Scott, what do you got? All right. Uh, so for my lock, I know which game I'm going to. The question is, I want to take the actual uh, team total. I want to take the spread here. Uh, it's going to be the Nets and Cavs game. The question is, do I want to take the Nets team total under, or do I want to take Cleveland over? I mean, Cleveland to just win the game comfortably. Uh, Nets team totals at 107.5. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to let recency bot cloud my mind because I was there in person. Give me the Nets team total under uh, 107.5. <laughs> I saw them score 70 points against the Nuggets through three quarters. Like They can't score. And Cleveland potentially getting Jared Allen back. The first meeting, the Nets scored 125. But Katie and Kyrie combined for 64 points. That doesn't exactly apply anymore. I'm going with the Nets team total under. I'm not sure they get to 100 in this game. All right. And what do you got for your dog? For my dog, I'm going to take the Thunder on the money line. I just think that they are a good matchup against the Clippers. I think at the end of the day, the Clippers, yes, I know they have Kawhi back, and they've been very good with him on the floor. But I've really roasted the Clippers for their late-game execution for a while. And... Once again, this is probably three, four years down the road. I think Dagnall's going to win a Coach of the Year award. I think he's a tremendous head coach. Like I think he's going to easily win an award when the OKC is actually competing for high seeds. But he's a great coach. I think Tyloo is overrated. And I still think they're going to end up having issues to close out the game. Uh, I'm talking about the Clippers. So give me the thunder on the money line. And the best price on that is – do you see a price on that off? That should be around Uh, uh, 225. I think I saw a plus two eighty five. Uh, let me see. Um, no, I yeah, see, two, yeah, plus two twenty five is the yeah, highest. Okay, yeah, it's probably okay. adjusted. I'll take two twenty five on the money line. I think yeah. OKC is pretty live to win this game. Okay, 
Uh, all right, for my lock here tonight, I am going to go over to the uh, Pistons and Hawks game. I'm going to take the first half over in this game at 121 and a half. Um, I like that. I like that too. Yeah. yeah. Again, Atlanta, we know not playing any defense um, and they put up the points as well. Right. We talked about how uh, since the all-star break, they've been trending towards the over uh, in the first or uh, sorry, uh, full game where they are, I believe five and two, the only two games that did go under fell short by a basket, which was against the uh, trailblazers and the warriors, like we talked about, but you know, I know Pistons are missing a lot of guys, but I feel like they are going to be able to put us on points here, whether that's with, um Jaden Ivey with the guys inside with Bagley Wiseman they've been really good since they picked him up uh and they've actually been playing um so I think that you know Pistons should be able to do their part as far as scoring points again Atlanta we know that they can score points at will um they've been playing with a higher tempo I think Trey Young should have a big game here DeJounte is questionable here tonight but again I think there's more than enough uh, on the inside as well whether it's with John Collins Kongu has been a monster as far as uh creating second chance points and offensive rebounding for this Atlanta Hawks team I think we'll see some back and forth at least in the first half so I'll take the first half over 121 and a half um, I think for my dog, I'm in agreement with Scott as well um, with the OKC here tonight, uh, plus 225 on the money line, um, as well as the spread, obviously. Uh, definitely shop around. There's some six and a halves right now popping up, but I do still see plenty of plus sevens out there as well. Um, yeah, I think those were the only other dog. Um, I thought about some props. I mean, you could throw in the Zubok double double plus yeah. five. Like there are some other props that we like, but yeah, uh, Sacramento money line as well. If you want to throw that out there, plus one seventy five. Uh, I know they're on a back to back, coming off a long road trip, but I think that they can definitely keep it within the number as a one position game coming down the stretch there against the Celtics. But um, officially, I'll go with the Thunder money line as well in this game. All right, guys, that is going to do it for this edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Um, If you do want us to leave us a rating and review wherever you do listen to the podcast, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on Apple, just scroll down a little bit, uh, especially on Apple. You'll see where you can leave a rating and write a review. I did see two uh, reviews that did come in. I can quickly shout those guys out. Give me just one second here. First one came from uh, Igdalu Shandela. I'm probably butchering that, but they did leave us a five-star review. Um, they said, Lante, Rel, Munaf, and Scott, get it done on the show. You can listen or you can watch live on YouTube. They kill it. They do all the work to find your edge. This is the only NBA pod you need to listen to. Definitely sh- um Appreciate uh, leaving us the review. Also, uh, Will Galvin lets us, left us a review as well. Uh, titled it, Great Stuff, Five Star. Love listening to the podcast. Whole crew is knowledgeable and gets down to business. Keep it up, y'all. Uh, definitely appreciate you guys leaving us that review. So, again, uh, leave us a rating and review. Whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on, on Apple, whether it's on Google Play, uh, you'll see. Just uh, do us a favor. It definitely helps us grow the show. Um, and again, if you are watching live, there's about 58 of you right now, 60 of you smash that like button for us, uh, definitely helps us, uh, again on the, uh, algorithms and all that stuff on YouTube. Scott, anything else you want to mention before we get out of here, bud? Not really. You can find me on Twitter, right? Show radio. I'll be doing an NFL show with Terrell later. We're going to be doing the second part of our mock draft. So looking forward to that. Besides that, I got a tennis podcast tonight and, yeah, I don't know if you're going to be watching it or not, but it might be the most viewed baseball game of all time. 
and yep. I'll probably be watching it. So looking forward definitely. to the World Baseball Classic final. Yeah, yep. I feel I feel so un-American betting on Japan, but I'm sorry. This guy is just bro, going against everything. Bro, I think yeah, I'm with you on Japan, sorry. though. I'm not I gotta tell you right oh, now, though. <laughs> yeah, come on. There was a lot of disrespect towards Merrill Kelly. He's actually been good for Arizona the last couple of years. Like yeah. people are like, who's this guy? So you know, he's actually not bad. Zach Gallon. Mag yeah, Gallon Gallon, 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 I like Gallon. a lot. Hey, man. Cy Young candidate. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, love Zach Gallon. Yep. All right, guys. Uh uh, Scott and Terrell will be back tomorrow uh, around the same time for the NBA pod. So definitely uh, check the guys out tomorrow. You're betting on uh, you Darvish in a big game. Bold move. Respect. Darvish, Darvish, Darvish I thought it was supposed to be Darvish. I thought it was Otani. Otani? I thought Otani said that he was planning on hitting for. I, I think it's going to be a combo, but I think yeah, Darvish I, is technically if, starting. If, yeah, if it's oh. if it's Darvish, I might lay off. But if I it's, think it's if a combo, it's, but I think Darvish might be getting the official start. No, nah, I need I need Otani to start, man. Darvish could get fucking banged up in the first first inning. So yeah, I know. Starting why, for USA. Um, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Oh, okay, I'll have to see but who's starting. All right, is Merrill Kelly starting for the US? That's why. I oh, mentioned it is Merrill Kelly. Kelly. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Most of Twitter is going, who the hell is this guy? I was like, no, he's actually been okay the last couple <laughs> yeah. of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, guys. Again, like I mentioned, uh, tune in tomorrow for the NBA Gambling Podcast. Again, seven days a week. Uh, we still need three to four more reviews if we're going to go on the weekends. I did see two come in. So if you haven't already, just leave us a rating and review. Yeah, Smash please. that like button before we get out of here. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at SportsNerd824. Follow Scott on Twitter at Shell Radio. Follow Delante on Twitter at XXLanteXX. And follow the NBA Gambling Podcast account on Twitter at SGPNNBA. All right, good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride.